Hola, mi gente. Welcome Woo-hoo. to another episode of Sazon Talk. As always, I am Janelle. And I am Amanda. And welcome to another episode this week. Before we get into even the topic, let's just catch up real quick. Amanda, what's going on? Any new shows you watching? Anything new um, and popping? Uh, well, it's not a new show. I don't think I've ever talked to you about it, but for anybody that's an MTV lover like I am, I am watching the challenge and it's almost at its final. So I'm just like, oh, finally. And um, I'm also a team mom person. Oh, OG. That's yeah, OG. I haven't watched his last one, but it is on the recording. And I also finally saw Law and Order with Steve Learn in it. Okay, so I'm not on episode two yet because I had not watched this week because yeah, I didn't watch the second when I was in yet. Tampa and I changed the TV. <laughs> my whole Montana goes, "Why'd you change the TV? I don't want to see Law and Order." <laughs> so I didn't get to see this week's episode, but excuse me, but I saw the first episode and I was glued. I was like, "Cause a stapler, cause yeah. I can't get." I told y'all before, I can't get with the special. I can't get with the rape cases all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm checked out. But Stabler, though, I'm here for it. Yeah. I was just mad that the daddy O got shot in the first episode. I didn't, it just was all fuckery. And I was just like, what, what's going on? Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. But other than that, um, I have... Uh, oh, and RuPaul. RuPaul is almost at its finale. Are you catched up yet? So, like I said before, I'm going to wait till it ends. Like, <laughs> wrap it up. It's almost done. I'm gonna wait to the very end. I'm wrap it on up. It's at the part where, because this is actually my first season of RuPaul, like the full really? season. Yeah. Okay. Because I started watching it. Um, whatever the last season was before, mm-hmm. but I watched the middle of it. Okay. And so, um, so this is my first full long episode of. RuPaul Drag Race, and I'm okay. No, enjoy it, relish in it. Like, no, I'm just RuPaul for me, especially because we were spoiled when we were in Texas for New Year's because that's all we watch is Mm -hmm. to binge it. So, I'm just gonna binge watch that one. Um, any new shows that I've been watching? I probably would definitely end up doing that. Um, Um, I just gotta kind of watch it it yet. But Jamie Foxx has a new TV show on um, Netflix. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just came out either today or maybe the last few days, but it was it's top ten. So I'm gonna check that out. Um what else have I been watching? Grays. I have to catch up on Grays. Grays. I I feel like I have to I feel like I'm I my I'm Brit my roommate. Like I need to emotionally prepare myself for this. every episode gets me every time. Yeah. I didn't cry last week. This week, I didn't cry. But, oh, y'all ain't watch it yet, so I can't even spoil it. Never mind. <laughs> but last week, I had I got, I was like, oh, it's so nice. But it was like a happy cry. I was like, oh. I need to watch it. Um, I did hear of somebody that came back, and I was just like, I definitely need back. to watch this. Who came back? Um, I don't know who came back. Or maybe they, I don't know. I'm going to let you watch I'll just it. figure it out, yeah. Because I'm thinking, I'll like, who came back? But um, what else have I been watching? I also, um, I was also heartbroken because I did see that Papi Chulo passed away. Like he, the they Luca. Kind of the Luca, and I really loved the Luca. I just 
So my thing is, is that I don't know how Meredith's going to feel about that when she really realizes that. Right. Even though she kind of like smitten with the, with the, um, the other dude that got the accent that had the black wife that died. He's the a, one that came in surgeon. in season 14? He came like last season or maybe the season before, but I think he's like, he's like brand new. Okay, then I know that she was like kind of stuck between him and DeLuca. Right. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Because I, I didn't see 15. That's why I'm kind of saying like I need to see season 15. Oh, I, listen, I stopped counting after two. So at this point, yeah, it I is think what it 16 is. Right now. Oh, so yeah. See, I just know when it starts, it starts. Um, <laughs> what else have I been watching? Um, that's really it. I got to watch. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm going to catch up on my ends because that's my shit. Um, but I've been all wrestling out, so that's why I'm, like, not even touching Peacock because I can't, <laughs> I can't. I can't not look at wrestling right now. It was too much last week. Too, too much. Um, for those that are listening, I had went to WrestleMania. I was in Tampa, Florida for seems like an eternity. But we were there, what, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so four days. Listen, Jay was like that. I had a whole full seven-day-a-week job because, obviously, I was hosting the raffle Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I actually do work Sundays. So it was just like, I just worked the full whole week shift. Shit, I had, what, <laughs> I flew out. We recorded last, we recorded Thursday morning. Right. I literally went home, grabbed my suitcase, Went to the airport, got on a plane, came to Tampa, went to Tampa, was there, and then flew back Monday and went straight to work. So it just, I literally, it's just been nonstop, but it's been a good time. Um, and then we've had some really dope interviews outside of Sesson Talk for Java Tears podcast, which is this week, which has been really good too. Um, but once again, support all the podcasts on our network. It is dope. They are different flavors for different taste buds. So you have us, of course, with the spiciness and flavor of Sasson. And then you have Two and a Half Bros. And then you have um, Job Taste Podcast. And then who am I? And then you have your sports. So and we, then you oh, have we, the game night with Janelle and Mikey. We're going to revamp it. So we're going <laughs> to do, I think we're going to try to release one more episode. It wasn't so much of a game, it was more of a topic. Okay. But we're going, we're in the plans of revamping the entire, like, gate, like, even the title, down to yeah. the title. We're going to revamp it. Um, but yes, and then um, Mikey's going to be working on his EP. Uh, so he has his single, Bad Out. So make sure to listen to that on streaming platform. Cheap, cheap plug mm-hmm. for him. Because, you know, I support, I support the babes. Because he supports, right. let me tell you, shout outs to Dre. Because remember when we did um I Secret Santa and it's actually this what I, the link the ring light was not really what I wanted. Okay. I wanted the overnight bag. That's actually what I really wanted. I so think like, originally we were looking at that, but that sucker was sold out. Right. So I just was like, damn, when y'all told me that when we did the gift exchange, I was like, damn, because I really wanted to, I didn't want to say ungrateful, but I was because I knew <laughs> that, you know, with the pandemic and recording, you know, lighting in the house, it was bare minimum. So I love the ring light, but Michael Bostic loves the ring light more than <laughs> I do. 
because he just always talks about how it just like the light hits me and how I look, and I'm just like, all right, babe, okay, it's all right. It's just like <laughs> it's it's lighting, it's fine. So it's like a perfect filter, like. For me, like I have mine's on, but I have to kind of stay down here because I do wear glasses. And then if I go up, you can see it, it in my glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Like I look like I have a whole beat face and I don't. Yeah, do. So <laughs> thank you, Andre, so much for this <laughs> gift. I look forward to this year's Secret Santa. Uh, we got a few birthdays. But I think up we're too. changing it. I think we're doing um, the grab bag. We're going to do the grab bag. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Hate the grab bag. You suggested grab bags. I did? Yes, you did. I say, so I hate it for me because I feel like I'm <laughs> going to get the worst gift ever. But I love the concept because, and it makes it more interactive and fun. Like when we do just a gift exchange, it's just like, well, here's your gift. Here's your gift. Instead yeah. of like going around and, and digging in a bag and, and being like Santa. Like, so I kind of like the, the environment of it versus okay. the actual like thing. I don't but, know. I mean, um, maybe we'll do the Secret Santa. Maybe we'll... Like, I've seen... Um, I don't know what it's called. But you wear, like, the, the oven mittens. And you try to, like, unwrap. But you have, like, a certain amount of time. You sit in, a, like, in a circle. And... Oh, no, you try to flip the cup. And if the person lands it, like, like you know, right side up. Are you basically playing flip cup with mittens? No. So you wear the mittens to open a present. But it's like really wrapped, and then but the person next to you is trying to flip the cup so that they can open it. But there's a gift inside. That's too much. You first of all, you already know the group of friends. I have you to have. find it, and then I listen. I think you it'll be already nice, know. especially if we're drunk. I think it'll be yeah, hilarious. drunk. I'm I'm giving up. <laughs> no, I think it'd be more hilarious if we're high. Drunk, yeah, because all of so us just be of high and we're gonna get into the top tonight's we're gonna get into the episode shortly we're just catching up um uh, speaking it's of high, a minute zaddy cuomo has now signed off where you could smoke weed in new york state and they're working on getting dispensaries and stuff like that but me and danny and went this is i don't want to say it's an underground place but it's an underground place low-key <laughs> And basically, it's the it's the THC experience, like the. So it's basically off of like, what's it? Is it Pizza Push? Well, it's called Stoned Pizza. But the place, like we've, I've actually, I don't know if you were here for that pay per view over the summer last year. I think it could have been a TNA like Impact, like pay per view that I ordered, and we had got the pizza. Mm-hmm. And we tried it, and we were just, woof, we were gone. No, I wasn't so there. now they actually have an actual place where you can sit. And it's an experience. Like, it's a four-course experience. And I mean, down to the fucking water has THC in it. Yeah. So we had... Listen, the last time... That's not the last time I got high, but the last time I was outside and got <laughs> <laughs> were you with me? What did I do it? No, but we were at Legends. It was just me and Dre because we had the rope. Oh, I don't really care for the rope. So I had the no. um that one was strong. So I had the rope, I had the nerds rope in in, yeah. in Texas for in New Texas. Year's. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really care for them because I don't really like nerds. Like I didn't really care for the nerds part of it. Mm-hmm. Um 
But Britt oh. was saying she understood what I was what I was feeling because she was feeling the same. Listen, I'm telling you, I don't know if you saw me, but I was just like, yo, this boat wants out of rocking. Oh, bitch, you don't remember the time you was in my house and you was cracking it up? You I was did. cracking it up. <laughs> so I know. <laughs> I know, but no, nothing. I think the highest I've gotten, like top three times, Colorado, when I went for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I barely remember dinner. I barely remember. I don't have no pictures. Like, that's how you know it's real. Because everyone that knows me knows I am a picture fanatic. I take pictures of every and anything. Yep. There are bare to none pictures of my actual birthday in Colorado. Like, everything else, like, every other day, there's pictures. We went out. We did things. My actual birthday dinner, where we went to the aquarium to have dinner. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I only remember you posting a picture of like the menu, and you could see the aquarium. You see, yeah, that's about it. That's and that's how I felt. I felt like I was in the tank. <laughs> that's how high we were. And then the other time was super high. Low key was Atlantic City for this for this one's birthday oh. just fast because I had that brownie and I was gone. Was it the same brownie you had here for Christmas? No. no, not Christmas, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, no, it wasn't. It was okay, totally different. That was that was slumped. <laughs> but to be fair, though, we also did smoke too. So, and then I feel like one of the times me and Mikey had smoked together in the house, like we were just stuck, and we fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that that probably takes the cake. But Britt would tell you we we try to get her. She wasn't high. She'd say she probably was. But when we went to Texas for her birthday two years ago, oh, she told me about that. She one. decided to take a few pulls, but mm. she wasn't really high. She'll tell everybody she was, but I don't think so. <laughs> Enjoy didn't think so either. So, but we'll take her word for it. And then when we just went for New Year's, and she mm. had the rope, but she had the rope right before she went to bed. So it was just wow. like, sis, we wasn't that high. Listen, when I had that rope. And I finally made it home. I knocked the hell out. I was gone. Listen, you never want to be too hot the way you throw up. That's, that's actually, that takes the cake. Really? I've never, like, I usually, no, like, do it. when I'm so high, because obviously, like, you know, like, we have the pans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I just be like, okay, it's not nighttime because I am so gone right now. But Zaddy Cohen made it legal, so everyone can smoke in the police officer's face and not get arrested. <laughs> I <laughs> think it's so funny because um, we were talking about it at Legends, and they were saying literally the day it was legalized, mad people were smoking weed outside. That was mad crazy. people were smoking outside and recording themselves and saying, like, the cops can't get me now. It was crazy as well. <laughs> but, you know, the world's changing. Things are changing, so... The world's starting to open up a little bit more. So, you know, mm-hmm. just got to take it day by day. But enough about us. Let's talk about tonight's topic. Um, which, honestly, it's so funny because I had... it. The topic came to me when I had a conversation with actually with Wilkins' girlfriend in Tampa. Oh, so she did go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met her nice. for the first time. So she's, she's super sweet. She may try to come, I think she said, um, in the next few weeks. So everyone hopefully nice. will be able to meet her. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a conversation me and her had at brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy because we were at a, it looks like fucking 
the last supper table, like the picture we took with everybody at brunch, because mm. it was like 16 of us. But it when me and her spoke, it just seemed like it was just me and her. So that at that point, I was like, all right, I'm tuned in. But we spoke about, and it's tonight's um topic about confidence, mm-hmm. about you exuding confidence, about you building your confidence, about you know, high points, low points, about confidence, because it plays a part really in every single part of your life. And some and it's one of those things you don't think about, but in the back of your mind you do. Cause like for me, I'd be like, mm, I'm okay. Yeah. And then everyone's like, no, you're more like you're more than okay. And I'm just like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so so that's that's her- definitely my my favorite is I'm okay or I'm I try. Mm-hmm. So, so me and her when me and her spoke, she just spoke, she spoke and I appreciated her for her words and her kindness. She just spoke so, you know, highly of me. And it's just weird when you hear other people talk about you, mm-hmm. where it's just like, you know, I'm confident, you know, I, and I've gotten, it's taken a while to get to the place I feel like I am mm-hmm. for my confidence level. Shit, even doing a podcast for the last three years, if somebody would have told me in my 20s right. that that's what the fuck I was doing, I'd have been like, no. So right. even just doing something as small as the podcast, the confidence has to be there. It has to always be. You got to be on. So her telling me, like, listen, like, I know how you feel. Like, you see yourself one way, but everybody sees you another way. Mm-hmm. And we just have to continue to build your con- like build our confidence. And when she said that, it clicked to me. And I said, well, you know what? I feel like it's something that everyone struggles with. I feel like not only myself and I said, I thought of you. I said, you know, we all struggle with that just because of what we've been through in life. Yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about it um, and just kind of figure out like our path to our own confidence. Because even like for you doing Sasson Talk, I was just like, <laughs> girl, you sure you want to do this? <laughs> because of how sometimes quiet and to yourself you can be. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like certain opportunities, certain things we've been able to do, not only with Sasson Talk, but just with the Job and Podcast Network in general, like it's all brought out a certain level of confidence, I think, in all of us that we didn't think we had. Right. So question, first question then is like, do you feel like, are you more confident now than you were 10, 15 years ago and why? Oh, for sure. For sure. Because even, like you just said, who I never would have <laughs> in my life thought that I would be doing a podcast. See? Never. There was times that I thought about doing, like, a YouTube channel, and I was just like, eh, I don't like talking in front of a camera. Like, you know, like, who's going to listen to me type of thing? Right. And, you know, there's just so many things that I want to do. And I talked to them, obviously, with Trey, and he's just like, then do it. And I'm just like, I don't know. And he's like, what's stopping you? And I was just like, because then I have to be in charge. (laughs) He's just like. And that's what I think. Like, no one ever connects being confident and power Mm -hmm. together. Like, I never would have. So, like, camera-wise, I'm on. What you see is what you get. I'm going to just be me. It's fine. But then once the lights go off and the camera stops, I'm just like, 
It's okay, guys. You did good. Yeah. Right, bye. Like, it's even, like, even, like, just my image. Because before, like, I remember in high school, I used to straighten my hair all the time. Once I learned how to use a flat iron, that was my life. Mm-hmm. For a very long time, that was my life. I felt like I needed to, in order to look presentable, I needed to straighten my hair. Um, when I got into curling my hair, I would do it. I, my hair doesn't really last when it's curly. Um, my hair the last miss flat. Shit. Yeah. So, like, the only way I get it to work and I realize is when I wash my hair and it's I air dry my hair. I don't really use a blower to dry my hair. But I take it in my natural state and I curl it and it lasts. The only thing is that my hair gets super knotted. Um, but that was my, my thing. Like, I remember even when we started our podcast or when I did the other podcast before, I needed to have my hair straight. I needed to at least curl it or something. Now I'm just like, I'm at the point where, like, I'm just gonna throw a messy bun on. Okay. I don't care. I haven't straightened my hair in. in like Girl, weeks, this is uh, this is thanks to the rain here in New York, the rain in Tampa, Florida. Tampa. Like I just gave up. I was like, all right, I'm done. Like I'm just like I was telling, I was saying earlier, I was like, I'm just gonna wash my hair and just have it curly now. It, it just is what it is. Yeah, but even like that, and even what I was wearing. Because literally, I'm wearing, like, I threw the shirt on because I had uh, my pajama shirt on earlier because it was, like, super duper cold earlier. And then now it's hot, and so I threw it on the AC. But, like, underneath, I'm wearing my pajamas. And I'm just, like, you know, but even, like, when we go to the studio, I'm always, like, okay, I need to look presentable. Because it's kind of a a thing in my mind that I feel like I need to look presentable. But that's fine. I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's never the problem. I think, you know... Going to confidence, what's your definition of confidence? Like, what what for you, how would you define it? It's, it's so, like, I, like I was going through, like, uh, like Google, because I know what it is. But when you kind of try to describe it, it's just like, how do I describe this? You know, but... To me, it's like, because I always try to feel like, okay, confidence is just like, you know, it's something within and also without, you know, in the outside. Because it's mm-hmm. something that I feel inside, like, you know, if it goes in regards to, you know, how I look, am I comfortable who I am, how I look, um, when it's the outside, it's kind of just like the confidence of being who you are. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's really hard for me to explain it, but it's super duper important to know what, you know, your own confidence at least. Right. And I think, you know, even at like 30, mm-hmm. one going on 32, mm-hmm. I think more recently I've realized like confidence, because I don't really think I had it like when I yeah. was a teen. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think about it. I didn't, you know, I never really, you know, cared about it per se. And then in college, it was more or less, like, I never forget. Um, at St. John's, we had, like, a class called Discover New York. Every every freshman had to take the class. Mm-hmm. We were sitting there, like, we from here. Why are we taking this class? <laughs> but regardless, there was a different 
assignments and different things that we did in the class, one of them being doing public speaking. Like one of them, like getting in front of the class and reading your assignment type of thing. Yeah. And at the time he was my ex, but then we ended up getting back together. My boyfriend from college, he was in the class with me. Okay. So like him knowing me and I felt so it was more weird. It was I felt like it was more pressure. Like I was just like, oh my God, this nigga knows me. Like I don't want to talk about <laughs> in the class. Cause on top of that, I, I hate my voice sometimes. I'm just like, I don't know how I feel. Yeah. So it's the worst. But I think going through those experiences, like doing that, I went I did a public um speaking class in college. I did, you know, all most of my advertising classes had like group projects where we did presentations and we did things like that. Like it kind of helped me kind of break out of like that shell. Mm -hmm. And then I think just professionally being in the positions that I've been in has helped me build confidence because I've been able to learn how to network, how to have conversations business-wise, how to have relationships business-wise. So I just think, you know, throughout life, you gain those kind of like charms in a sense to help build the confidence. But I feel like there's, we always talk about like confidence, but that self-confidence part, I ain't mastered that shit yet. I don't know how to. <laughs> right. Because, like I told you from the beginning, I, how people see me, I don't necessarily see myself. And it's not a bad or a good thing. It's just, that's just what it is. So yeah. like where everyone's like, oh my God, you're so, you're so this, you're so that. And it's just like, I appreciate all the positivity, of course, but it's like, I'm just me. So right. I don't really see which yeah, I Yeah, it's definitely hard because it's just like, you know, you get those messages and you're just like, you know, even Drake does it all the time for me. Like he like, you know, beautiful as always or, and I'm just like. I guess. Oh, okay. Girl. I, I try. And he's like, man, can you stop saying that? And I was just like, I don't know how to stop saying that. Listen, Mr. Bostick over here always is like, why are you so beautiful? Like, why are you this? Why are you that? Mm. And I think it's because, I, I know for me, I never really had, of course, guys who said like, oh, you fine. You're this, you're that. But you being in a situation where you're with someone and you guys have a lot of love for each other, and you want like there's just a different vibe to it yeah. it it sounds different and it, it feels is. different so like when he says it i'm just like okay thanks. yeah it looks like you look and yeah for me it's more like like i get what you're saying because obviously for me growing up it was hard absolutely like i i never really got complimented from my family that i was beautiful mm -hmm. i was more called and I'm comfortable with saying these things now before I would never tell anybody what they would call me, but I would get called like the beast because I was, I was big, you know, I was a big girl. Um, or like, it's just a lot of mean things that that's why I always say like, I'm, it's very important what you say to the children because it's going to carry that. Them. They carry yes. that. This they carry that, that and they got to keep that in their mind for the rest of their lives. It's super important. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like with me, I grew up thinking like, you know, I am this, this piece that, you know, that people talk about. Um, and that's probably why, you know, like I got when my, when my marriage ended, it was just like, 
you're never gonna fight somebody like him. Like you, oh, you should have just kind of should you should have just sucked it up and dealt with it. And then even like somebody close to me was trying to teach me a lesson by saying because you know my ex would throw shit on the floor like his clothes his underwear his socks and i'm just like i'm like your fucking mom because his mom will take it up after him the shit would be in the garbage right don't think stuff on the floor is garbage so your shit on the floor sir would be garbage right so they would try to teach me a lesson by like putting something on the floor and you know sometimes when you're just your mind is occupied you don't see things and so, like, even, like, when I'm on the street, if I know in the morning I have my brain set, okay, I just need to get on the bus, get on the train, and make it to work. I'm not thinking about who I'm going to see outside, what stores is going to be. I'm not doing all of that. I'm My mind is just focused, okay, this is what we got to do, and let's go. And even when I walk, I just, I'm rushed, rushed, rushed. You know, we live in New York, so everything is everything rush, is rush, 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 rush. So... You know, they try to teach me a lesson, and then they were kind of saying, you know, I, I did that because that way you can learn how to pick up stuff um, and won't you won't lose a husband again. And I was just like, and that was so hurtful for me because I was just, it made me feel like I was wrong. Right, and you wasn't. Like, you chose you. I think that's what people don't realize is at times you have to choose your own happiness. Mm-hmm. And if it means being called selfish if it means mm-hmm. people looking at you differently then they really wasn't fucking with you from the beginning so it doesn't right. even matter because like for me like you mentioned like as a kid like I never got the compliment thing I never got the like and it's not it once again it's never a shade to neither one of my parents I never got the I love you thing yeah. I, I like I rarely got that mm-hmm. but the whole like compliments especially from you like your dad like so I never yeah. got that so like hearing it from the opposite sex, I quite like I always question that shit because I'm mm-hmm. always like, well, what's your alternative motive? Because that's just how I how I how my mind operates. So now I have to kind of shift and adjust my mindset because not everybody that's around you is is on that type of time. Like I'm and you know like, what it is, you know what it is too for me that. I, I started to develop, like, my moods, um, I think by, like, 12, 13. Like, I was already wearing, like, a size D. And everybody was just so focused on the boobs and my ass. And I was just like, oh, my God. So even, like, growing up as an adult and even sometimes now, it was just like, you know, guys kind of just look at that. They don't really want to know. Because I've had people, like, before they'll be in my messages and I'm not sure if I messages this here or not but they'll be like that they're in love with me and I'm just like you don't know me you already in love with what you see I can be a whole psychopath Oh, they don't I could be a woman that. beater <laughs> like I could be on the man they don't understand that because I definitely right. have encountered that plenty of times where it's like oh I want to get like I want to talk to you blah, blah blah and it's just like you don't right. even know and that's me. the thing too like that person oh. and this is in the past but that person never made an effort to we'll say that again for those louder in the back effort. Effort. effort and so with that like you know with just my body image that's always been an issue because it's either you know i'm i'm a big girl and guys don't like that or 
they're just more focused on my ass and my boobs. And it's just like, you know, like what happened with, I personally, and I say this to like people that I've met in my life or like even guys in my life, because I just have issues like trusting sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I was dating this guy that he was hot. He was good looking. And how hot? I went, huh? How hot on a scale of one? He was say. like, I'm trying to think of somebody that you would think is hot. Thank you. Because we definitely very have different tastes. We have different tastes. But he's like, and a, I'm he's like a nine. Literally, all of my friends, we all have different tastes. Well, literally. He was, he was, a, he was, uh, he was not tan. He was a little darker than tan, but he's Dominican, and he was tall. And so the height was, was just like I was just like, damn. And because he was like six two or something like that. Ooh, that's hot. Yeah. And so, but you know, that made me feel like you know when I'm next to him, and then you know when I hug him, and it's just like okay. And he was super strong. Like, he would pick me up and stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay, Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> and there. so, but I went away to my country. Well, my my adopted country, which is El Salvador. And I came back and he got a girl pregnant. And I was pissed. You were sick. Ooh, I, was, was sick. I was in so type sick. of the, Because at that time, like. And I don't know if I mentioned this here either, but this, this confident thing is, is freaking like you really think about it, it's huge. And it, your it, there's layers to it. Yeah, it's, it's complete layers to it. Yes, because that like my confidence level went way low because the fact that I was young, so I wasn't having sex. And then when I finally decided to have sex for the first time, it's kind of like in my brain I feel like I needed to have sex with my partner so they wouldn't break up with me. Oh, so you connected having a sexual connection with somebody to the value of the relationship. Yeah. Ugh, and weird. that, like, for a while, so no, no. For, for years, that was my issue. Well, I'm no better because my confidence, like, in terms of, like, in terms of attraction to the mm -hmm. opposite sex, literally... I make the worst decisions ever, ever. And for some reason, and I realized what it was, like what it was, and it's more, it was more of a me thing than the person, people. Mm -hmm. But I, for some reason, always attracted guys who were unavailable. Like mm. either they were married or they were in a situation mm -hmm. or they didn't live here I've been there too. Uh -huh. or just all of the above. And a part of that was, and once again, it's a connection to the confidence because the confidence you put out would also means the energy you give out. Yes. So the energy I know, looking back, the energy I was giving out was you're cool. I like hanging with you, but I don't want to commit. I'm afraid. I'm good. So you not being able to commit to me makes me feel comfortable in the situation. But then it logically it doesn't make any sense. But for the time being, it made sense. But it kind of at times was a blow to my confidence because it was like, is this is is this all I'm good for? It's like, mm -hmm. am I always gonna be right. someone's second choice? Like, 
Am I never going to be someone's number one? Like, so that over the years started to build. And I had to kind of break out of that and just, just say like, I can't keep doing this. Cause like I told you before, when we were in pre-production, I said, you can't keep doing the same things and expecting different results. So mm-hmm. I couldn't sit there and keep making the same decisions and thinking things were going to be different. So I had to be like, no, no, no. And essentially that kind of helped build my confidence to be like, okay, cool. Like I've never been, and that's the funny part is that I don't consider myself super duper confident, but like people around me, especially like my girlfriends or people that have known me for years and just see how I interact with the opposite sex. It's just like, girl, you will talk to anything. Like <laughs> and either they gravitate to you or you'll just spark a conversation and now they're intrigued. But in my mind, I'm just, I'm just being neat. Like I'm not doing anything extra. And I think it's all about being confident within yourself. And that takes time. Like it's not an overnight thing, but for years, especially like Brit and like Brit and Joy to always be like, you never have an issue like talking to somebody. And I was just like, I don't, but it's not always the right person. So it actually mm-hmm. it's irrelevant if I talk to them or not, because they're not right all the time. Yeah. No, I totally get it. Like, it's, for me, I started to develop more of my confidence. Like, I was telling you about the whole sex thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when Dre and I reconnected again, um, I kind of put a, a, como se llama, I put boundaries. Okay. You know, and because you know we 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 were reconnecting again and i needed to clear my mind that i'm not only wanted for sex and it helped so much my confidence grew more i started to be like okay you know i have somebody that actually loves me for who i really am Mm -hmm. and it took that's what i'm saying like it, it it's hard when you're with somebody and you're just like so let's just kind of just cut the sex out for a little bit and you're like what <laughs> you know because you don't really realize like it is an important part mm-hmm. to any relationship yeah. it's just not it shouldn't be the focal point of the relationship mm-hmm. unless that's just the type of time y'all on and that's what y'all decide as a couple is like all we're gonna be doing is fucking and not talking and that's different but okay. in most healthy situations, you want more out of it. You want to be able to have conversations with the person. You want to be able to, to laugh and talk and cry and, yes. and get angry with them. And then, Yeah, because you know. we definitely, we connected more. We were hanging out more. We were getting to have all these different conversations that you would think that because we dated for two plus years that we so know so much. But just getting into our third year together, we were just like, damn, I didn't know all about this. Like, you know, and then, you know, we spoke about our dreams and like, we spoke about our dreams before, but as I'm getting older, you know, I still have more stuff that I'm just like, you know what? I think I really want to do this and this and this and that. And he's just like, that's awesome. And even for him too, like he opens up these new doors that he is looking forward to you know he has his podcast he wants to grow more in that podcast i have mm-hmm. mine now with you and it's just like i want to ex- expand more on this too so it's definitely you know it's it was definitely well needed for myself 
And I think that's the important part in terms of, you know, kind of not in a sense breaking generational things, but just in general, being able to break out of bad habits. Because, I mean, in all actuality, you got to have you got to have some level of confidence to do what we do to begin with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the first thing. Cause you got to be kind of like, not everybody's going to agree. Not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody, yeah. you know, people are going to say mean and, and nasty comments because it's the internet. But I think when you get to a place and in, in a space where you're comfortable with who you are and you don't question that and you don't say like, well, you know, even though we, we may cringe out a compliment. Cause that was the one thing my mom had to teach me. <laughs> Because people would give me compliments and I wouldn't say nothing because I wouldn't know what to say or how to react. I still don't know what to say or how to react. But the one thing my mom taught me, she said, always say thank you. She said, because it was one time somebody said something to me and I didn't say nothing back. And she was like, you rude. And I was like, what? I said, I didn't didn't know how to respond. And she said, regardless of how you may or may not respond, Make sure you always say thank you. I didn't raise you to be rude. Her words, not mine. <laughs> but I didn't think it was rude. So now any, so like my whole, probably like mid-20s, 30s, any any guy that's ever like complimented me, I always tell him, but my mom always told me to say thank you. So I'm going to say thank you. And I'm going to walk away slowly. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> like, so, but I mean, confidence is just, it's a part of who you are. It's really more or less your definition of it for yourself and I think we would be fooling ourselves if we would be like we don't have confidence because we do <laughs> so I just had to tell I had to, before we end off I was like I think about it we, we some confident bitches like I'm not even gonna hold you <laughs> yeah like I find myself now like some you know if I do my hair or I put on like a little bit of mascara or something or maybe you know if I dyed my hair or I did my eyebrows I look at myself and I'm like oh, kind of cute you know or like let you that know. let that angle hit you right because confidence is going to equal to self-love which is going to equal to yes you know it, it all ends up being a cycle and that's just really what it ends that's really the 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 tail of the tail to it it's like your confidence is really a a sub a subsection of your self-love and your self-worth and that's why it's important to always build those things up because if you don't who will like we can hear all the beautiful things in the world um from our perspective partners and people around us and friends and family but if we're not saying those things to ourselves and if we don't have that type of belief it's not, it falls on deaf ears. What so is you, that RuPaul says? If you don't love you, who gonna, who, if you don't love yourself, who gonna love you? Mm-hmm. Can I get an amen? Amen. 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 Now you're gonna make me binge watch that shit tomorrow because I ain't going nowhere Friday. <laughs> but any last words on confidence before we do close out? Um, no, I think we spoke a lot about it. Definitely. It's a journey. It is. It's a if, you know, if you're listening and you're like super young, like a teenager, like my sisters, you know, you're still beautiful. Absolutely, and you and you are loved and you are appreciated. And the one thing I think I've learned, and, and I'll end off the episode with this, is honestly, affirmations are a wonderful yes. tool 
listen. Especially to help you just build that like confidence in, in yourself. And just mm-hmm. sometimes you need you need certain quotes and words and things that's gonna hit your spirit. Yeah. Especially if you're going through things. Yeah. So I highly recommend um those that are watching or viewing or listening that in terms of building your confidence, just take Google some affirmations and sometimes putting it on the wall and seeing it and, and it mentally being in your thoughts, those that's the way to go about it. Right. I definitely, not because I mentioned about teenagers, um, one thing I was going to say was that I also dealt with my confidence in high school mm-hmm. where I felt I needed to be popular in order to be seen and for people to kind of like me kind of way. So if anybody is young and still in high school listening to us, you don't need to be popular. You don't be you. Be you. And I think that sometimes that that honestly is what gets you it, it gets you it gets you the niggas. I'm not even going to hold y'all. When you be you, listen, when you I want, you were in the bag and somebody you ain't think you was going to bag. Mm-hmm. Cuz this happened to me a few times where I was just like, how did I get that? Let me tell you, I was I was always the quiet person in church. You know, I grew up in I mean, sorry, in school. I grew up in church, so nobody really like I swear nobody knew who the hell I was. When I had my first fight in junior in my junior year, everybody went around saying the church girl fought two girls and fucked them up, and that's how I was known. I was just and then my friends would tell me because they because I had one friend that was like a grade under, and then everybody else was my same grade. But it was like, they were going around talking about the church girl. We were like, wait, y'all talking about Amanda? And they texted me. And then, but like, obviously, I didn't know nobody knew who I was. Mm. So, but you don't have to fit in. You don't have to be like the girl that's, you know, always a popular one. Then all the guys follow her. You don't need that. No, because guess what? Jocks like smart girls. Mm-hmm. And, and pretty boys. And we're like... wrestling girls. So, <laughs> one of the guys. Now, I, let me not say that that's going to incriminate myself because I was just like, girl, if there wasn't a whole pandemic, I was joking with the, with uh, my homeboy Jeffrey. I say, if WrestleMania would have been last year, I'd have been a whole single girl. I'd have been out here in these streets. <laughs> this year, I got to be good because I ain't single no more. And I was like, hey. you say you lucky hoes, you. <laughs> but it still was a good time, though. And I have a, I have a good guy that, honestly, just the one thing I will say is that he's probably the only person that I've probably been with or been able to, like, really, really get to know mm-hmm. and still get to know. He lets me be me. Like, I could be corny. I could be silly. I could be... We can laugh until we fucking in tears. Like, we can he lets me be me he lets me like he knows like if it's wrestling if i need to go he he's like go Mm because he knows i'm gonna come back to him so he's just like go have a good time and it'll be what it is and it's super important to me because i always tell people i've never really been able to be with somebody that lets that understands my lifestyle yes and he kind of does i just don't want to give him too much credit (laughs) because <laughs> he knows every he knows at least one he knows one time in any episode he's gonna be talked about so i'm just like i don't want to talk about you no most <laughs> until you get your podcast up and running and you talk about me and then that's different. that's right you but better. um 
<laughs> but yes, ladies and gentlemen, um, just make sure to always be you, stay true to you. Um, your confidence does not have to, it's not, it's not a scalable thing. Don't feel pressure that you're skeptical that someone's more confident than you. No, you're just your own confident, and that's yeah. just that. Um, anything else before we go? I try to think. Um before we go, oh, anyone, last but not least, anyone that we've had one or two guests on, but we're transitioning mm -hmm. and we're going to get more people on. So if you are very interested in being a part of Sasson Talk, please make sure to message us at Sasson Talk on Instagram. Give mm -hmm. us your availability. And you know we're gonna we're gonna do our best to get as many. Even guests. if you're from a different state, like we can state, do stream country. I don't yes. care. Well, country is a time different thing, so mm, <laughs> we may have to talk about that. But no matter where you are, if you want to hop on and you have a topic that you want to talk about, mm -hmm. bring it to the table. We yes. are open for suggestions. We are open for guests now. So make sure to message us at Sasson Talk on Instagram. Make sure to follow us at the Java Tears Podcast Network on the YouTube page. Make sure to like, subscribe, and you can comment on below your yes. thoughts. What do you think confidence is? What's the most confident thing? What's the most confident thing you've done? What's the most confident thing you've done? We'll end off with that. I don't know. Like, what? You don't know. I guess that. What I, what I said before about like, you know, Sex thing was like a, the the whole sex. Oh, okay. Thing. Most confident thing I've like done. Probably the most confident thing I've done. Yeah, being in college actually helped a lot in terms of speaking in front of people. Like, I was a part of a student organization. Nice. I had projects. Like, we hosted events, speeches. I've so I definitely shout out to St. John's University, even though I'm paying for it all of my life, but it definitely has given me the tools to really be able to do things and, and, and speak and be able to not be afraid to speak. Cause sometimes I was like, I don't want to speak in front of the mic, but then you give me a mic and I'm, I'll talk all day. So, and it's just because I'm just going to be me. So that's just going to be what it is. Yeah. But um, once again, you can listen to this episode and our plenty of other episodes on the Shopping Tears Podcast Network on YouTube, also on all streaming platforms, Spotify, um, iTunes, um, iHeartRadio, all that jazz. So make sure to support, continue supporting. We do truly thank every single person that's listened, not only to our podcast, but all the other podcasts under our network. Once again, we cannot do anything without the support of our friends, family, and fans. You know, I don't really consider people fans because that's just not me. <laughs> it's weird. Mm -hmm. um, it was crazy because- Our supporters. I we got to find a name for, like, that. Like, you know how, like, like Justin Bieber has the Beavers? Or, like, <laughs> like what else? Just, like, we got to find a name. We we'll gotta figure, figure it out. out. Or if, figure you guys, it out. if you guys figure it out for us, let us know. Please do, because, you know, I, I'm getting old. We getting old out here. This one's turning 30 in a few weeks. I'm going to be 32 in a few months. It's just, ugh. Lord, it doesn't even feel like it. I still feel 30. I think that's just. I think I'm gonna just feel 30 until I'm 35. That's your confidence. And then, yeah, all that, <laughs> and I have great genes. So, I think I can still live the 30 gimmick for a little bit longer. 
But um, but as always, I am Janelle. And I'm Amanda. And we thank you guys so much for tuning in on this week's episode of Sasson Talk. Bye. Toodles. <laughs>